All right. Hey, everybody. This is FGOGR with the Frank Ops Show. I'm Frank Ops. <laughs> this is such a horrible name for a show, but I, I'm probably going to stick with it now that I've done several entries into this personal diary slash journal slash blog, blog, pod, whatever you want to call this. And the last few ones, I've done reviews of video games, video games, video games with a V that I've been beating over the last, well, since the year started, since the year 2021 started. And I just beat another one, Batman Arkham Asylum. I will be doing a review for that soon enough, but that one's going to take some time. I don't have enough time to completely break down everything in that game within the time limit of me driving to and fro uh, my destination right now. However, it will be up when I feel like getting to it. It's a good game and you'll hear all about it soon enough. But today I will be talking about sparkling water. Sparkling water is the subject of this personal diary podcast, whatever. And it's because I've been a connoisseur, if you will, of sparkling water for quite some time now. It's it's been quite a journey, really. I never drank sparkling water before. Any carbonated beverages were, of course, sodas or pop, if you're from a certain region of the United States, that is wrong, or Canada. You are also wrong, but yes, carbonated beverages, I, uh, let's see, yeah, pretty much anything that was, you know, sodas and Coca-Cola and Pepsi and Crush and not Dr. Pepper, I'm not into, not into root beer and uh, Milka, some of those uh, Hispanic ones as well, Inca-Cola. That's pretty good, too. There you go. A lot of sodas. Sodas are really good. and the, But the thing is, really good as far as taste is concerned, but not really good as far as your health is concerned. The ungodly amount of sugar and corn syrup probably has destroyed some of my innards for quite some time now. And I have... I have, for the most part, weaned myself off of soda. I no longer drink soda any vast amount of quantities. I rarely drink soda. The only time I really ever drink soda is probably for, I don't know, maybe some gigantic big meal, you know, like Thanksgiving. Even then, like Thanksgiving, I didn't even have any soda. So, but usually... When I get fast food, they always come with sodas. That's probably the only time I'll drink sodas, and it's always a diet soda. So that's not... But it's... Even then, fast food, I've, I've also cut my... My trips to that ever since I started losing weight. And... That was only the carb- That was the only carbonated things that I was drinking... But right around, I guess, the time that I came back from 
getting my bachelor's degree at Florida State. And I was going for my master's degree at Florida Atlantic University. I came back to live with my folks. And from there was when my mother introduced me to Perrier. Perrier is probably the the first carbonated beverage or sparkling water. Let me just separate them. Sparkling water that I had consumed. And for whatever reason, I took I took to it. I took to it. I, I I'm one who usually likes to drink lots of water. So having I guess the best of both worlds with regards to a soda and water couldn't be beat. So I just started going ham on Perrier, and that's what I would be buying from the supermarket. Pretty much every time we ever had to go get some food, that's say, hey, let, let me get some Perrier or whatever, and, and we'll go from there. And since then, I've been drinking it a lot. And my, my fascination with sparkling water wasn't that big outside from Perrier. It was the only thing I was drinking that was sparkling water. But over the last, I would say the last three years now, the last three years, I've come to discover that there are more than one kind of sparkling water out there. It's not just Perrier who, I'm not sure who owns Perrier. I don't know if it's like PepsiCo or the Coca-Cola company. It's one of the two. It's one of the two. But regardless... There's more than just Perrier in the sparkling water industry. Certain restaurants around here, they will have sparkling water, but it will not be Perrier. It will be some other type of sparkling water. I can't really name any sort of other brand. San Pellegrino, that's another one. But I've never really liked San Pellegrino, especially in comparison to Perrier. I feel like San Pellegrino is always light on the fizz, light on the on the gas, because I don't know, maybe that's just the way it is bottled. Maybe it's for the people who don't who aren't big fans of fizz or a ton of fizz. Because usually Perrier I would say would be the standard right down the middle. Fizzy, but not too fizzy. It's occasionally and this is some of the, tr- the, the the trickiness with sparkling water. You'll get a bottle that has very little gas in it. It's just basically just kind of like bland water, which is worse than regular water. At that point, I was just drink regular water, even tap water. And I know I'm saying this, and, and maybe I'm broadcasting this to people who may not have access to a lot of clean water. So I apologize for my first world problems. With regards to that, I understand that I am lucky. My, my family comes from uh, Nicaragua, poor country as well, grew up poor. And so it's understandable that I should be, and I am grateful for the water that I do have, that the, the, that the water that I do have is potable, that it is drinkable, it is safe for consumption. I don't have to boil it. Aside from the few times that a hurricane's that a hurricane hits where I live, 
and clean water is is not accessible. And the few times that we, that where we have to boil water or save water, but aside from that, I am very lucky for the water that I do have, and I can just walk on down to a convenience store and buy clean, safe to drink water for a relatively low price. Or I can just walk on over to my bathroom and turn on the faucet and boom, there is clean water. Safe for me to drink. But getting back to the sparkling waters, yeah, San San Pellegrino is not really, those are really the, the big two that most people would see and most restaurants will carry. So, uh, the only other, I mean, I think Publix, which is a supermarket down here where I live in Florida, they do have sparkling water as well, their own sparkling water. I've tried it. It's fine. It's a fine sparkling water. I would say it's better than the San Pellegrino as far as fizziness is concerned. It may even be on par with Perrier. But there's one sparkling water that I was not expecting, did not even know it it was distributed, and only because it wasn't widely distributed where I was at until recently. And it's a sparkling water called Topo Chico. Topo Chico. It's a Mexican sparkling water. Now, I didn't know about Topo Chico until I took a trip to Texas. And I forgot what region of Texas I was in. Uh, it might have been in Brownsville, which is like the very southern of southern tip of Texas. And it's a border town. It borders the United States and Mexico. But Topo Chico usually mostly comes in glass bottles, but they do have plastic bottled versions. And I will say this, I will say this, and I I believe it is true with regards to any carbonated beverage, whether it's sparkling water or soda. If it's coming out of a glass bottle, then it is of a higher quality than if it was coming out of a aluminum can or plastic bottle. I I find that to be true. I find that anything that comes out of a glass bottle with regards to Coca-Cola or Pepsi or Sunkist or Crush or Milka or Jaritos or or Topo Chico, even Perrier, Perrier still sells the glass bottles as well. All of the, anything that comes out of a glass bottle instantly tastes better than their aluminum can or plastic bottle counterparts. And it's true. It is true. Even more so, and this is a thing that you should know about any sort of carbonated beverage, is that it needs to be cold. It must be cold. The carbon... The carbon dioxide inside of the beverage is retained much better if the beverage is cold, if the liquid is cold. 
you'll get a much more satisfying taste, a much, much more satisfying feel of the fizz if you are keeping it cold. Now, Topo Chico, I bought it, and it was the plastic bottle version, but my good friends, this is the best sparkling water that I've tasted that's uh, a brand, a brand. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention Aldi. Aldi also is another supermarket that's in the United States and Europe. They also have a sparkling water brand. I've always felt it was, uh, I don't know, maybe a, a notch below Perrier's, but definitely of a better fizziness than San Pellegrino. All right, so that, that's an aside there, but Topo Chico, man, that is a fantastic sparkling water. It's even much better than than Perrier. If you do find it in the store, it usually, as far as outside of the state of Texas, I, I've not seen it outside of the state of Texas and, and maybe California. Uh, and I, I don't know if I grab some in Arizona. But I know definitely it's in Texas. It, it usually comes outside of those areas if it is available in your region. Comes in its glass bottle form. A glass bottle. And not in the shape of Perrier's. It's, it's shaped much like any other soda glass bottle. But it comes in like that, and uh, or jaritos, jaritos. If you if you know what that Mexican soda is, it, it's in that shape as well. Hey, regar- regardless, um, Topo Chico out of a glass bottle is so fizzy. I like me some fizz. I really do like me some fizz. I want to feel those bubbles just dancing all over my tongue. And so clean tasting, just just pureness of of the water itself. It, it feels like because uh, Perrier has, of course, there's there's salt in it. There's mineral. It's it's mineral water as well. It, there, there's there's a I guess a saltiness to it in some way, shape, or form. And of course, the the carbonation helps with consuming that. Topo Chico has a little less of that, or maybe even a lot less of that. So the water tastes more pure. So the fizziness is is much better. It, it just it just tastes good, man. Tastes good, and I will tell you, it is my number one of the name brand sparkling waters out there. It's probably number one. Now I can't say that I'm that I've tried every single one out there in the world. There might be another one. Might be a Japanese one or a Korean one or uh, a British one. I'm not even sure. That's out there. That could top this Mexican one. But for right now, this is what I know. And it is Topo Chico. Very good. I I featured them as a non-sponsor on my other podcast, Sports Goose, 
Now, I believe sometime back in 2019, my parents gifted me a soda stream. Now, soda stream is a machine, and there's different. Now there's competitors. It's not just soda stream. Uh, there's there's several different kinds of these machines. These machines will hook up uh, small canisters of carbon dioxide into the machine, and with the press of a button, you hook up. Uh, well, let me explain how it is. I mean, let me start over. It's a machine. You have bottles that you can fill with water. You, hook, you, you insert that bottle into the machine and lock it in place. Then in the back of the machine, you hook up a carbon dioxide canister. And once all of that is tightly secured, there's a button somewhere, usually on top of the machine, that you press, some of them are electronic, so you just, it's a simple press of the button, and it'll, it'll do its work, or you have to manually push it down with your own fingers, which isn't that big of a deal. And that machine will carbonate your water. And thus you'll have, you, you, you have your own sparkling water machine. This is a revelation for me. It is a revelation for me because I use SodaStream so much. I recently broke one of mine. I don't know if it was just out of wear and tear. It's kind of an issue with regards to these machines. But I used it a lot and it's no longer functioning properly. So I had to buy another one. Regardless, I love this machine. I love these machines. I can make my own sparkling water. All I do is I, I, I bought several bottles that are filled with water. I stick them in uh, my fridge so that they can be nice and cool. Whenever I feel like having some sparkling water, I pull one out, stick it into the machine, and start fizzing away. And I can fizz to my heart's content. I don't have to worry about whether or not the bottle that I'm going to open from Perrier or what have you, not Topo Chica, they're almost perfect every single time, but from Perrier, not being as fizzy as I was expecting or I was hoping. Here I can determine how much fizz that I want, and I am pretty much guaranteed to have just that. So I don't know how many bottles of sparkling water I've had in the last two years, but it has been a lot. And I'm going to continue using this. I recommend this highly if you are a person that wants to wean yourself off of soda and get into sparkling water. It's a great substitute for soda. And I'll start explaining to you why soon enough. I just want to get this out of the way as to how I consume this thing. So I have the machine, and now you're asking, what about the carbon dioxide? Where do I get carbon dioxide from, aside from myself? Because we we exhale carbon dioxide. 
they they sell they sell these uh, uh, aluminum canisters, like thick aluminum canisters, and you hook them up, and once they're empty, you can exchange them for other canisters. So I'm in an exchange program. It's from a company called SodaSense. They also have their own machine as well, if you want to buy from them, that uh, produces the sparkling water. But SodaSense, they have a program where they send me two full canisters of carbon dioxide. I then have... Once I use up two of the canisters, I, I usually have three. Right now I have four at this point. Now I have four canisters. So when I use up two, I can stick those in, in the box that they came in. And then ship them back to the company. They will refill them and send me back two more. By the time they that I get the next two back, I'll have two other empty ones ready to go. And I can just... Stick those in. So it's a perpetual cycle. It's a great business model, to be honest. And I will always have carbon dioxide to make my sparkling water at any point in time. At any point in time. And then the, the beauty of these soda machines are they're pretty portable. The one that I have is so lightweight. It's, it's, it doesn't even need electricity. Which is another huge plus for, for these machines. Okay. Now, I mentioned that this is great for soda drinkers out there, people who want to wean themselves off of soda, especially if you're trying to lose weight, especially if you're trying to lose weight. Just uh, I get there are diet sodas out there, but it is also an opportunity for you to wean yourself off of those too. So there are several companies out there that sell flavor enhancers, flavor enhancers. There's, there's different kinds, but the one I'm talking about is, I guess a company that is prominent out there is Mio. They sell their flavor enhancers. Basically, people who, there are people who don't like drinking water as is. And so they sell these flavor enhancers and they have different flavors. You got orange and strawberry and lime and all, all sorts of flavors. Well, this also works for sparkling water. You can buy those things and you fill them up and and you'll have different flavored semi-sodas. Semi-sodas, all of them are usually zero to maybe even 10 calories. So it's not, it's good. It's really good. I've been doing this for almost two years now, and I I can't say that I will go back. I, I'm not buying sodas anymore. That's that's I've replaced them with these canisters, and apparently, uh, good for the environment too. I'm not buying a ton of bottled water, so that's less plastics out there. I'm not buying a ton of Perrier or any of the other things, so that's less plastics out there in the world as well. So. Sparkling water is legitimately a great thing, and now it's affordable for most people out there. And I recommend you get sparkling water, become a sparkling water connoisseur, 
like me. Well, that's all I can say about that. Take care, everybody.